Welcome to Conversations Live. For more than a decade, we've brought you the best in books, entertainment, celebrity interviews, and current events. When the movers and shakers of the world have something to say to you, they say it to us first. Here's your host, Cyrus Webb. Welcome back, everyone, to Conversations Live. I'm your host, Cyrus Webb. Glad you all could join us once again. But for our radio audience tuning in at WYAD 94.1 FM and WYADonline.com, we're glad that you all could be with us. Also, tuning in to our online affiliates around the world. We're glad you all could be with us as well. But it's hard to believe, I was just saying to my next guest, it's hard to believe we'll be soon saying goodbye to 2022 and what a year it has been for myself. And for our next guest, we're excited to welcome back award-winning author Tina Siemens to our program today. Tina's the author of two books you guys probably have heard us talk about before, Seminole, Some People Never Give Up, and her newest is called The Little Sandals That Could. We're going to talk to Tina not only about what it's been like for her to share her story with the world, but also the year that's been 2022 for her and what she's looking forward to as well. If you all are not following Tina, of course, we'll let you guys know where to be to find her as well. It's been great for me. Now, Tina and I have, have been connected now in the past couple of years. It's been great to be be able to see her continue to be able to share her message, but also to be able to inspire people along the way. And I think just as she says in Seminole, some people never give up. She definitely has that encouragement for all of you. Tina, thank you so much again for the time. Glad to have you back on with us. Well, Cyrus, thank you. What an honor. It always feels like it's our very first time, even though we've done this several times. <laughs> There's always excitement in the air when I when I know that Cyrus is on my schedule. <laughs> Well, I appreciate that. I feel the same way. Tina, Tina, it's hard to believe we've been connected now for two years. You first published a seminal in 2019. I want to talk about the year, though. What has this year been like for you to reflect on what you've been able to do, but also the sharing of the message about the books? What has that been like? Well, this year has been a whirlwind. Not only did the little sandals that could uh, come out, so I uh, I got that uh, available, and so I've been enjoying uh, sending that out and uh, just having different book signings. And uh, but I haven't done as much as I wanted to this year because we built a new home on our farm, uh, and just as uh, Cyrus and I was talking about before we went on air, we are now on the same farm with both our sons and their families. And so having grandchildren, two on my right, half a mile away, and two on my left, half a mile away, so that has been a huge part of 2022. But uh, not just that, but this year, October 1st, as you'll read uh, on page 53 in the little sandals that could, uh, was October 31st, uh, 86, uh, is when we became U.S. citizens. So it has been 45 years since we immigrated from old Mexico to West Texas. And uh, so every October 31st, we celebrate uh, America Day. And so I'll send, I've got one sister living in Ontario, Canada, and I'll send her a bouquet, usually with a uh, red, white, and blue ribbon or red, white, and blue uh, flowers. But just to, to keep that that momentum or that thanksgiving out uh, for the opportunities every year we can reflect on one more year of how we've been able to make this our home and and for me to grow up and become an author it has just been absolutely a beautiful journey 
You know, Tina, I'm so glad you said that. But I have to say something about Tina. Tina and I have never met in person yet, even though it's hard to believe that, too, because, you know, we feel so close to each other these days. But what I, I really have seen from you, Tina, in the time we've known each other is that, and it's so interesting to hear you talk about living close to your to your family, literally, because your whole story, your whole journey, it seems to be about family and the importance of family. And that comes out in your book, Seminole, Some People Never Give Up. It comes out in the little sandals that could. Do you think that connection with family, Tina, is part of why you have the gratitude that you have? Absolutely. And that's a, that is a component that is lacking in so many homes nowadays. Uh, yeah. Just before we came on the call, my daughter-in-law called me and uh, she told me about my granddaughter's uh, little friend who's from a broken home and how she had just said, can I just come and live with you because you have a mom and dad. And so uh, family is so much. Uh, there is situations that that uh, they are making it happen, but children they what they see they 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 learn and they will continue yeah. so for me influencing our grandchildren is a huge part of my my uh, purpose in life and and i think that that was passed down from my parents and from my grandparents it's uh, it's generational and there's right. no better time to start that than today so if if you have a child or even a friend's child uh, Take them under your wings and just uh, kind of mentor them. Yeah, such a great point. So, Tina, I want to talk about history for a moment because a a big part of your story is about knowing history and sharing history as well as appreciating history. And I definitely want to talk about appreciating history. Do you think because of the journey your family has had, Tina, that that has made you more aware of history and your place in history? That is such a true statement, and uh, it is because the the history of migrating from one country to another, as many of you who have read Seminole, I have a map uh, in the front uh, cover, inside the front cover of the map, a world map, and the years that my family has immigrated from one place to another, uh, going back to the 1500s. And so uh, just knowing your history and because we've been associated with so many continents and so many uh, places, I think every place there was a unique uh, set of history to be learned and to be uh, continued. And uh, going back to the beginning of the world, uh, history is in the making. Like yesterday is history uh, today. So, yeah. so for us able to know our history, where we came from, I think that just roots you. You're, it grounds you to where you've planted. And I know in, in Seminole, I talk about the story of me getting an apricot when we first moved to West Texas and how I planted that pit. And it grew to be a tree, a, a little sapling, and I nurtured that little sapling till it was a mature tree. And it had deep roots because in West Texas, we have a lot of wind. And so once you have your deep roots, then if life happens and storms come your path, then it's, uh, you're going to be okay. Like you can weather the storms when you have deep roots. Wow, that's 
such a great point, and I think that is the big thing for our audience to be able to keep in mind, that appreciation. I want to say for those who are just tuning in, is on the radio side or online, you're listening to Conversations Live. Excited to welcome back my friend, Tina Simmons. She's the award-winning author of Seminole, Some People Never Give Up, as well as The Little Sandals That Could, A Child's Journey to a New Country. So I want to talk about The Little Sandals That Could, because there we're, you know, in Seminole, uh, Tina, of course, we, we have your introduction in there, but this book, The Little Sentinels That Could, is really your story. I want to talk about the back of the book, because what I love, because you started off in talking about being around your grandchildren, I love seeing those pictures, and it made me think about my grandmother. Uh, my grandmother loved to sew, Tina. I don't think I ever shared that with you, but she used to make no. blankets for our, for our audience and, and for me, for our family, and quilts. Uh, and, and, you know, take these pieces, and I used to watch her, and she just loved that. She That was her expression of love. Talk to us about yeah. what that's been like for you to share that with your grandchildren, because we see the picture of you with Hudson sewing a pillowcase, and then, uh, we, you know, and, and so what has that been like for you to share that love with them? Well, that is, you're physically making something that they will, they can take home and they use, uh, but then the time that you sit there, you can just pour out. Like they always want, Oma, tell me another story. Tell me another story. And it's in those moments where I can share with them uh, what my life has been or share with them uh, what the, how they should do this or how they should do that. So it's, it's not just it's a twofold uh, opportunity. You physically make something with, uh, with their hands, and they, they learn they, this weekend, like, I've got a little sewing machine for each one of them that they can just go in and I've got a bin of fabrics that they can just take from and cut up and do things and then a very simple sewing machine that uh, both my 11-year-old granddaughters and uh, my uh, 8- and 9-year-old grandson, they they all know how to operate that little sewing machine. And so uh, it's those moments where, where you can just pour in your love and your affection to them and having them sit they're young enough to where they sit on my lap sometimes mm-hmm. in front of the scene. so it's just a very intimate way of uh, passing on what what we've been given yeah and i think too tina it reminds me of lessons i've learned from my family from my mother from my mm-hmm. father from my grandmother that is the importance of hard work right of of appreciating what you have and realizing what really matters. You know, I think about growing up, we didn't have a lot financially, but we had so mm-hmm. much love. And I, I never thought about what we didn't have because there was so much that we did have, that togetherness. Is that one of the lessons you hope your grandchildren take away, but also their readers take away when they're discovering your story? Yes, absolutely, because they they will – I think the older a child gets, they will then reflect back on life and, and appreciate even more. Like they love yeah. it now. But the, the true lessons won't come until they get older. And, um, and that, I think, is, is what uh, I, I really hope to portray in, in the little sandals that could, that it's the little things that, that really matter. It's, it's not what money can buy, but rather what, yeah. uh, what time. You, you spend together and uh, the lessons yeah. that you take away from, from that time together. 
Right, exactly. I totally agree with that. Tina, I want to talk about, speaking of lessons, one of the things we see in Seminole, some people never give up. And for those joining us online, we have the link to, to uh, Tina's Amazon page where you can get both books there. But the, the thing that struck me is that you had so many examples of resilience. There are so many times that your family had the odds against them, and they did not give up hope. They did not lose faith. So I want to ask you, how has that helped you when you're dealing with challenges? How has that helped you in looking at their examples? Well, the title alone, Some People Never Give Up, literally has given me the, the spring to not give up in several situations that were challenging since the book came out because I, I feel like it's keeping me accountable. It's not just remembering what uh, what what that title represents. Some people never give up. Like there's so many times in life where where any one of us could just throw in the towel. And when you have that uh, in the back of your mind that no, I've got my foundation laid and I am not going to venture away from that, that just gives you that uh, security. It's almost like an insurance policy of uh, of life. Because you've uh, you've laid that foundation, and when when those hard times come, then you won't waver. Uh, because even though you you might be tossed around a bit, but but you will be able to get back up. It's, uh, I'm getting the visual of uh, of one of those wind socks that these businesses sometimes blow up, like the mm-hmm. top of oh, that yeah. uh, yeah. wind sock is just flopping around, but mm-hmm. but the base is heavy enough to where it does not take off or, or fly away. And that's yeah. kind of what uh, hardships do to us in, in life. When, uh, when we go through hardships, that's when the really, really the growth happens. And uh, so if, if we don't go through hard times, then we don't appreciate the, the better days. Mm, I love that. Such a great example, too. I love that. Um, and so that goes to the bigger point then. I mean, you've been able to write this book, Seminole. Some people never give up. It's available now. The Little Seminoles That Could, A Child's Journey to a New Country. Um, has that kind of sunk in for you, Tina, that you have not only done what you've done in life, but you now are able to leave a record for the world as to what they can do? Have you had a chance to really kind of think about that, the impact that these books can have on others? There is days where when I get an email from uh, another country, it just uh, how the book has impacted them, then it's just like, wow, I'm glad that that was available. Uh, so for me to have these books out there for the world to get and, uh, and be encouraged, it is a privilege that, that no amount of money could buy. And I am just so grateful for the opportunity because uh, when we first came here, not knowing a word in English, not knowing the culture, not knowing anything, uh, but uh, others pouring love by, by at first until we knew the language, uh, it was just by action. So, so as you'll read in Seminole, my teacher in third grade, uh, literally taking me by the hand and demonstrating what I should do next in class. Like, that, that is what gave us the foundation to, uh, to like, a springboard to go forward. Right. And that's, uh, that's just a, a huge, huge privilege for me to be able to have these books out there 
and let the world know that it can be done. Uh, yeah. And exactly, my father, my parents were both huge. My mom's been gone uh, now, going on 14 years, but my father is still alive. And he broke his hip uh, the beginning of the year. And uh, we we didn't think that he was ever going to be able to walk without a walker. And But his determination was so great that he walked with a limp, but he finished his uh, physical therapy, and he's back in, in his workshop uh, making making things from wood, which he's always loved. So he's got a wood lace. And just this week I... I went over there and I saw how he was just grinding that piece of wood into something so beautiful. It it was a, a piece of mesquite wood. If you've never seen anything made from mesquite wood, it is absolutely beautiful wood. And uh, so he had just a log of mesquite, which when you look at it, you would think it was a piece of firewood. But the beauty that he can make, bring out from a piece of wood on his wood lace is is just like I I was just sitting there and admiring him and thanking God for for the example that he set for us to not give up because he could have he could have said no I, my life is hard it's difficult he's uh, never remarried but he's moved on and um, so that just gave me such a such a comfort knowing that that we have that mentor right. Such a great example. So what is your hope then for others, Tina, as they're able to hear you talk about what your family has done, as they are able to read your books? What do you hope it does for them? I hope it just gives uh, whoever reads it, it will remind them of, of the current situation that that person, the reader, is in, that they can whatever works for them or does not work for them, that they will be able to find a way to get past that and to grow from the experience. So every one of us has has that opportunity, and that's, that's my prayer, that they will uh, read the book and be encouraged to go out and uh, repeat it in their own lives. Love that. So I have to ask you then, we talked about the year that was, 2022. What are you looking forward to, Tina? Is there anything you could share with us that you would like to see done in the new year? Well, I've, I'm working on the third book, which will come out uh-huh. sometime next year. So that, okay. uh, that's super exciting to me, and, and that's another connection that until this beginning of 2022, I had no idea that my family was connected in the way uh, that I'm going to write about. So, so a huge part of any of you know uh, the Comanche Indians. That will be a huge part of of my story. And so I'm I'm super excited to bring that to the world. And uh, that uh, that will just launching launching that and continuing uh, with the little sandals that could and Seminole uh, will be a package that. Uh, that will just really go in depth of uh, what our family is and what everyone can be. Uh, it's not. Exactly. This is a, a book that can be applied to anybody and everybody that reads them. 
Love that. Love that. Again, everyone, Tina Siemens has been our guest. Always a pleasure having you on, Tina. Again, her books are seminal. Some people never give up. And The Little Sandals That Could, A Child's Journey to a New Country. Both are available through Amazon.com. You'll find the link for those tuning in online with this conversation. So make sure you guys head over to Amazon and get both books for yourself. And they're great for all ages as well. Uh, Tina's story is one that will encourage people young and old. And, Tina, how can our audience stay connected with you? Well, they can email me at SeminoleTheBook at gmail.com or uh, SeminoleTheBook on uh, Amazon, Twitter, uh, Facebook. Uh, get, a, get in touch with me, any one of these medias, and I'd be glad to have a conversation or, or just uh, get you a, a signed book uh, if you uh, so desire. So thank you again for having me today and, and for uh, the opportunity. Well, Tina, it is always a pleasure. Continued blessings and success to you and the family, and looking forward to our next conversation together. Sounds great. You have a blessed day. You as well. And we thank your audience for tuning in to another great segment of Conversations Live. Until next time, I'm your host, Cyrus Webb, saying as always, enjoy your day, enjoy your life, enjoy your world. Thank you all for choosing Conversations Daily News as well as Conversations Live. You all make it a great one.